It's November, the wonderful month of thankfulness. And boy, oh boy, am I thankful for you this week, listening to yet another wacky podcast, especially after last week when we had such a shit show of an episode. (laughs) Speaking of which, last week you met my dear friend Bobby Wilmore for the first time. He stuck around, and I already, you know, I already gave the whole, you know, rundown of how that day worked. Um, But for those of you that didn't listen last week, um, we did a Power Hour podcast, but the whole day I hung out with Bobby Wilmore. We went bouldering together, we had some Chipotle lunch together, we made some drinks, we did this episode, and then we did the Power Hour podcast. So we had a real full day of goofing around that ended uh, with the six of us that did the Power Hour just like hanging out at my place and horsing around and playing music and just uh, having a good old night. So um, this was like the middle of the day, you know, in in that day of debauchery that we speak of here in this episode. (laughs) Uh, But it was awesome. Uh, Bobby and I had not had a chance to reconnect for a couple of years, really. We'd seen each other kind of in and around the scene here and there, but we don't get to really hang out that much. So we've been trying to hang out ever since this day because it's been so fun to reconnect and just hang again. Um, and uh, and I'm so grateful for that because Bobby's a badass dude and a great friend. So I think you're really going to enjoy him. Um, and so I won't keep you. Last week's intro was crazy long because of all the explaining I had to do and apologizing. <laughs> but this week, there's none of that. This is just a regular ass show with a badass dude. And I think you're really going to love it and the music that he shares. So, um, so we'll get right into it. I will just mention that this is a very busy week for public stuff that we can do. Um, in addition, I'm doing some more filming. I did a, a badass recording session last week that I'll be able to hype soon um i'm doing a few more podcasts and i'm in i'm in studio and production week with uh schmab you know carolyn and adam from last week's power hour and several episodes in the past uh they're shooting our christmas video which i'll be a part of so i'm doing that but then public shows um i'm playing with zach churchill a bunch this weekend we have a crap ton to do this weekend uh, between the 7th and the 10th, um, most of which are public, some of which are like wedding stuff that we cannot invite you to. But uh, Thursday the 7th, Hive and Honey, 5 to 9. Uh, Saturday, uh, Friday the 8th, we're playing the Ranch Laguna Beach uh, from 4 to 8, and then we're playing Oak Laguna Beach from 9 to 11. Then the 9th, Saturday, we're doing... Oh yeah, Oak again, Oak again, um, Saturday night from 9 to 11. So those are the public shows that I'm uh, horsing around at with Zach Churchill this week. Um, and if you don't know Zach Churchill, you should definitely go check him out on his episode when he came on this show. And just know that he is uh, getting closer to done with his uh, first premiere full-length album. He has, I believe, six tunes in the can and three more in the works that are almost done. So should be getting very, very close to his release. And so hopefully we'll have him back on the show when that's uh, uh, happening. Because, you know, as you guys know, that listen every week, like we, I pretty much mention him every week. Right? We play together a ton. And so, um, yeah, so if you are in the, you know, in the Laguna Beach or Orange County area, uh, definitely come check out shows this week and horse around with us. We'll be having a blast. So, um, uh, I think that's it. You know, I actually just got a text from Bobby as I was doing this. How strange. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so, Hey, uh, let's get back into the show. Okay. Those are the public things. And I'm so glad you're here. Episode 161. Hot diggity dang. Oh, my goodness, I almost forgot this crazy, crazy announcement that I want to make, and how dare I forget it. <laughs> I'll just throw it in right now, and we'll talk about it several times throughout the next coming months. Um, but I got news last week that the Ryan is Super Strong podcast is going to be an official media outlet at NAM 2020. 
the NAM show. So if you're a musician and you go to NAM, or if you've been wanting to go to NAM, or you're somebody that has been wanting to be on the show and you're a musician, blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff, reach out to me because I'm going to be there uh, with some assistance. We're going to be running around doing short form interviews with a bunch of different people. We'll be doing medium form interviews in the media center with with some people. And then I'll also have like a, per, uh, not permanent, but like a full, you know, more full setup at my hotel where I will hopefully be able to score a few full episodes during NAM. And then February, I believe, is when I'm going to launch all those episodes. Um, I, that's my plan as of right now. Lots may change in between now and then. I have a lot of crazy ideas, but I'm really, really excited. And uh, for all of you guys that listen every week and like help me h- promote the show and do all that kind of stuff, thank you so much because it got us a place at NAM as a media outlet, which is so cool. I'm so proud of this little thing, and uh, and glad that I have you know all of you guys that listen every week and. Uh, make this a, make this a possibility so i'm really excited and uh really excited to I, you know as you guys know i've been in every year doing stuff with uh drum smack tv and denny giosa and all this stuff but this is going to be the first year where i go as my own media outlet so i'm really excited uh to just see what kind of craziness we get into and then hopefully february probably just dedicate the whole month to all those interviews and stuff um so it'll be namuary <laughs> if i can't get it done in february it'll have to be march which will be Namch. Nope, that doesn't sound good. So it's going to have to be Namuary. <laughs> anyway, I'm really excited about that. And thank you guys to everybody that listens every week and helps me with the show because uh, it's awesome. I feel like it's building such a cool community. And, and uh, Bobby Wilmore is this week's addition to that community. Um, so please do check the rest of this episode out. Keep on listening. Don't fast forward through the tunes. Listen and learn and love and dance and all that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, the, the tune's also, uh, you know, uh, uh, the past guest, Adon Alonzo from a few weeks ago. He's on these tunes, too, so even more Ryan of Super Strong Love. So anyways, let's get to the dang show. It's about time. Uh, we, we bring this intro to an end. So thank you guys again for listening. I'm so excited to announce that stuff about Nam and, uh, and about Namuary. <laughs> All right, guys, so get comfortable if you're driving. I hope that uh, the people around you aren't making you insanely mad. If you're sitting at home with your loved ones, I hope, you know, I hope they're giving you a nice back rub or maybe listening to you vent about your hard day. Maybe a nice foot rub if they're feeling really uh, giving and and generous in this moment. Um, If you're hungry, get yourself a snack. If you are thirsty, please do get yourself a nice hot beverage. It's wintry time now, right? Or getting there? We're in the burr months. I mean, I, I mean, LA is not that chilly, although Halloween did kind of activate the cold button, as we always say. So, um, it has certainly gotten cooler here. So, hot beverage time is is in order. Get yourself a cider. Throw some whiskey in it. Relax, okay? All right. Well, as I say every week, I just hope that uh, you're getting yourself relaxed, sitting back, because the next thing I need you to do <laughs> is enjoy the freaking. <gasps> All right, hey, hey, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. (laughs) Today's strength level is bedrock. I chose bedrock for several reasons. Now, the bedrock is when you're building a home, you know, uh, or somewhere where you want to live and habitate, you need to build a foundation on a good, sturdy bedrock. That's just the truth. 
you know and i chose the term bedrock for today and the strength the strength of a good sturdy foundation because the man i brought in uh to guest on this episode <laughs> is not only uh, a foundational member of my kind of la friends adult friends you know you know one of the first guys i started meeting and playing with when i first moved to la and but he's also a, a warm spirited friendly man who <laughs> who is one of the calmest coolest dudes that i know uh and he, and uh, he's been he i think he's built on a good firm bedrock as well i'm trying to make that analogy make sense metaphor <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it uh this is a wonderful man this is a drummer composer band leader founding member of citarason uh this is the wonderful bobby wilmore hello hello how's it going man doing good man how you doing i was trying to think of rock things because when i when we decided to have this podcast day together um you invited me to go bouldering with you which i'd never done before yeah that was awesome man you got to get the blood flowing yeah my arms feel like jelly now <laughs> <laughs> which they shouldn't and it means i was doing it wrong <laughs> yeah. but no, i i climbed for a little while and then you kept going you're climbing up the walls like a a real life you know uh, i was trying to, what's the animal that climbs rocks really is it monkey <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> a monkey man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we, we had a good time. We did have a good time. We got some Chipotle. Um, that was a gift card that I had. So thank you to the people that gave us that gift of friendship lunch. And a blueberry surprise. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let the audience guess what that could be. Yeah. Could go a lot of ways. <laughs> well, dude, thank you so much for making the time to be on this crazy show. Um, I've, I, we've talked about it for years, having you on this show. Um, so I'm glad it finally worked out, man. Yeah, man. I've, we've almost done it a couple of times, but it's been hard to, it's like, like we'll be at Nam or all these different things, you know, and it's like hard to connect at those type of functions, you know? It's kind of hard to walk at Nam. Yeah. It's kind of hard to anything. Yeah, look around, yeah. <laughs> do anything in Nam. Um, so yeah, man. So uh, my first question for you, uh, every guest gets the same first question. And mm-hmm. that the reason for that is because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. So people know. Well, you know, the, I'm here because my name is right in the podcast name. Um, but some people are, who are listening are going, hmm, who is this Bobby Wilmore? You know, they're wondering that. So my first question to all my guests is simply, hey, who are you and what are you doing here? Hmm. Uh, my name is Bobby and I've been playing drums almost my whole life. Um, I grew up in Northern California in Cupertino. And my mom was a music teacher and choral director. So at a young age, she taught me piano and had me playing drums in some of her shows, yeah. which kind of just naturally led to me playing in school band and all that fun stuff. And I was doing all drum set at the time, okay. but was always very interested in Latin rhythms, but just didn't have much access to it in the little town of Cupertino. Yeah. But then I auditioned for the jazz school at USC and got in and had Ndugu Chancellor as one of my first teachers there, who's Badass. the man. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yep. And uh, he just like brought me in, and then I met uh, a number of great musicians there. One of my teachers, Angel Figueroa, really brought me into the world of Latin percussion. And I studied with him several years. After about a year in his class, he told me, like, if you really want to learn Cuban music, you got to meet my teacher. Yeah, his teacher is Lazaro Galarraga, who is mm-hmm. now my mentor and godfather and teacher and all of the above. Right. Yeah, he's, he's my guy. So I'm yeah. almost with him almost every day, playing, learning, studying Cuban music. Um, the three of us created a Bata album that we're gonna play a little bit of later, I think. Yeah. And, and we've just done all kinds of projects. 
both in the Afro-Cuban world, but also with friends of mine that are not in the Cuban world, kind of combining different, you know, styles and all that fun stuff. So he's very open-minded um, to just doing all kinds of cool projects. And so now I have my own band, Citada Son, and with him, and it's more like a popular Cuban band. We play all around L.A. And, That's right. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, since we kind of organically segued right into talking about Citada Son, how about we play a tune from them, you know? I think one of the best ways to get to know people is by hearing the music that they do, you know? Sounds great. So let's hop in. Uh, you wanted to share the track Contigo. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that album or the, the track or anything? Uh, it's an album we did a couple years ago, and you can find it online on CD Baby. And it's pretty much all original music. This song, Lasro co-wrote with a gentleman named Guillermo Cespres, who is now uh, all around the world, amazing piano player and arranger and such. And yeah, it's just a really nice song. It was produced by Danilo Lozano, who was kind enough to work with us on this album and occasionally plays with us when he's not too busy. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But uh, yeah, you'll hear it's like a full group. We play, uh, sometimes there's four of us, sometimes there's seven, but you'll hear it's just fun dance music. Awesome, man. Here we go. Contigo.
bum 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 bum. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, people, you know, people already know Adon Alonzo, who's the bass player on these on these tunes as well, right? Yes. Met him a few weeks ago. One of my uh, best buddies. Yeah, he's a good good dude. He was just here. Um, and actually, I did want to mention, you know, we have so many things to go into now. Um, now that we've heard some music and know who you are as a person and what you're doing here on this earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I do want to just give the listener a little background that we are just starting our day of debauchery. You know, we're, we're hanging out together. We went bouldering, you know, and now we're doing the podcast. We have a blueberry surprise. (laughs) Then, uh, later on, the audience will actually have met you last week. Can you wrap your head around that? This is matrix level. (laughs) Okay. I think I know. The, the audience will have met you last week on the power hour podcast so we have, but we haven't recorded the Power Hour podcast yet. Okay, isn't that weird? I got How the, it. Is it hard to get your brain around? Like, we're doing it in this order. It's blue pill, red pill. Right? Exactly. Yeah, and then the listener will already know you, and now they're meeting you. So I guess I was kind of wrong in thinking. Well, no, because they're, we're not. They're not going to really get to know you on the Power Hour podcast. So it's really more like introduce them, the the audience to this guy, then rip them wide open. Oh, that sounded horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good hang. Yeah, Enjoy man, just go right into cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Go right <laughs> into, into the hang on the next week. So that's that's what's going on. I just wanted to put you in that mindset for the listener. They are they've already heard you. Who God knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. during that. I'm scared. <laughs> no, anyways, um, are are you a tie guy? Wear ties? Not very often. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't consider myself a tie guy. Either. I get really hot when I play. If it was up to me, I'd wear shorts and tank yeah, tops tank to top. every gig. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. I wish there was a way to class that up somehow, so yeah. you could be a little cooler a, on the bow tie. <laughs> exactly. Tank top. Uh, what about bow tie pasta? Bow tie pasta. Mm. Not really get into it. Nah, nothing with ties. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. More of a fusilli kind of guy. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> What type of pasta do you like? Um, do you like beer? Love beer. Do you like it when people call them brew dogs? Better than brew cats. Ooh. You're a dog man. Brew dog. <laughs> Have you ever heard somebody call it a beer a brew cat? I've never heard either, so. Oh, really? Oh, you never heard somebody say <laughs> no, brew dog? No. Well, you'll probably hear me say it later on when we're playing the Power Hour, I'm sure. Um, so that's why I was asking to make sure it's going to be okay with you. I thought it was a Rupert thing. But oh, no. <laughs> No, Rupert only has like three or four beers a night. Okay, so not not really a brew dog kind of guy. He just drinks. He just drinks on the weekends. Um, do you have a lot of pairs of pants? You know what I mean. What I mean by that? No. I just like how many pairs of pants do you have? Twenty three. Really? Yeah. That is a lot. I think. I've really trimmed my my pants. I have like I think I have. Oh, I got. I didn't think about slacks. I don't know. I don't think I don't Dress think I have pants, that many, like maybe casual. 10, 12 pairs of pants. But th- even that seems like a lot, right? Do you think some guys get away with one pair of pants? I go through like three outfits a day if I'm working because I'm sweating and sweating. So yeah, I require twenty three pairs. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if that's a sign of great wealth in some countries. How many pants you have? You ever think about that? <laughs> First time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. We're getting deep. Yeah, man. Uh, why are drums so good? You know what I mean? Man, drums are great. Everybody loves drums. Yeah. One of Lasero's favorite jokes, since we're talking about Lasero here and there, is uh, 
he'll say you could have a museum full of instruments and you could have every instrument you could imagine in this room yeah and people be walking through and looking oh wow, that's beautiful that's beautiful look at that one but if there's one drum <laughs> you're gonna hit that thing somebody is gonna have to walk up yep that's true you could walk by the violin you could walk by the piano but there's something about the drum that it's it's it so, calls to you. Yeah. It's just yeah. such a natural thing to want to make sound out of. Yeah. And if you practice it, you can make it sound good. Have you had the problem of people bringing uh, drums and shakers and things to your gigs? Uh, not a lot. I asked that because we did talk about that with Adon. Adon brought that, that concept up. Every now and then at big salsa festivals, people bring instruments, which if it's just like a couple maracas out in the crowd, right. no big deal. Yeah. But every now and then somebody brings a cowbell. A big, it's like, nice, oh my God. Yeah, big, nice bongo bell. <laughs> yeah. It's like, really? <laughs> in what context is that okay? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should, you know, you shouldn't have brought that. They're a pain yeah. and they have to bring around yeah. places too. What do you have that for? <laughs> but yeah, man, the cowbell guy. Just, Wait, drum, you got into drums right away, basically though, right? I mean, was, was that the instrument that you... Uh, when I was really young, my mom made me learn piano first. Okay. I wanted to learn drums. But yeah. She said, if you take piano for a couple of years and show commitment, I'll start getting you some drums to play on. Yeah. And I did. So then I did drum set for a long time. And then once I got into like Afro-Cuban Latin drumming, that kind of took over. And Do you blame her for, for, you know, ruining those two years of drum practice you could have had? <laughs> not at all. No, <laughs> I, I still play piano. Not a lot, but I yeah. love, love being able to. Yeah. And having at least some idea of theory and what's going on with the totally. cats in the band, you know? Yeah, it's important. Yeah. I th- uh, there's a drummer named Jay Lawrence who lives in Utah. Um, and I was talking to him one time and uh, he, he's, he has his theory stuff down. He's written all these books on theory and vibraphone technique and all this different stuff. But he's a, just a, he, I mean, he's a drum set player by, like I'm probably 98% of his gigs and stuff. And so I was just asking him like what motivated him to get so serious about theory and playing all that stuff. And he was like, you don't want to be the stupidest guy in the room. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> and I was just like, yep, asked and answered. <laughs> so I was just like, that was when I was in college. And, uh, so that's when I started taking theory really seriously too, because I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to be the stupidest guy in the room. That would be better not to be." <laughs> well said. Don't be that guy. Those don't are be that. Words to live by. For real, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think it would be cool to represent represent yourself in court? Uh, depends what the court case is about. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Would you Would you represent yourself maybe on like a a small crime, like a misdemeanor, maybe a, a traffic ticket or? Or I a, think uh, I could handle maybe a parking ticket. Okay, and then represent yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think you'd draw the That's, line? Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I'll draw the line there. <laughs> you don't want to get. Don't you need a lawyer for then that? Then you need a professional. Yeah, I need someone that can. It, it's always one of those things, um, like in TV shows. You know, there's always. It, it seems like every main character in a TV show represents themselves at some point. You know, in, in court. It's uh maybe not every show, but. Uh, Many shows like the, the you know the protagonist will you know really do do the job and it seems like that wouldn't really work or happen that much as much as it does in TV. I think you need to do your research for sure. Yeah. Have you ever done jury duty? No. And I have a great recommendation for all musicians. Out there. <laughs> Just hand write it in. Yeah. And really badly. Have a couple of drinks before you do it. <laughs> I filled out the form. I, they sent it to me. I got a show for Judy. I wrote in and I was like, I'm a musician. Like I work full time. Yeah. If I have to come in and do jury duty, I might lose certain gigs that I do. And 
they might not be there when I get done. Like, yeah. You know, it's not sure, like yeah. I have a stable job to go back to. No, true. And yeah. I wrote that in very poor handwriting and they never wrote me back. <laughs> that yeah. was 10 years ago. So yeah. as much as I think it's great for people to participate in our judicial system. Totally. I uh, don't want to do a long term of jury duty. No, thanks. I totally get it, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, it's, that's one of those things. I, I, I would like to do jury duty like in theory because I imagine myself getting into a court situation where I'm representing myself in a, in a jury court. <laughs> and uh, but like I just they say jury of your peers, you know, and I want them I want them to be people like me that take it seriously when they're there. And when I have done it, it's very annoying. The people are like just trying everything to get away, you know, get out and it's typically the older ladies that are, that I've seen that complain the most about it and how this is taking, you know, taking all their time and ruining their day and stuff. It's, it's ruining all of our days. Like, oh, you're complaining right. about it, you know. But, yeah, I think about that stuff, too. I haven't been asked for a long time, but I did do it one time. You got but paid, right? I think uh, $3.15 a day or something like that. It's it's something very, it's like, what do you, Why what do you bother? think we all do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just don't pay for anything. You get a lunch stipend as well, I think. Uh, um, but that's... Uh, I remember I, I did it in Burbank and they gave you $8 or something for lunch and th- there was not an entree at any restaurant within walking distance like in the time you had with like anything under $15 right. like it was just like this really nice restaurant area and I was like geez they didn't even pay for lunch you know but it's uh, it's one of those things what are they what do you think they call it tennis court you know is there some kind of judgment being passed hmm you ever think about that? I never did. That's a deep one. I was trying to get a good answer for you there. <laughs> Thanks for uh, uh, re- referring to me multiple times as deep. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm digging so for many, the answer uh... there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Um, salsa versus guac versus queso. Be honest. I love cheese. Love guac. Love a good salsa, I guess. Cheese wins. You did mention to me earlier that, that salsa, you're, you're you're having a little bit of rumblies and the tumblies from tomatoes and onions lately. Yeah, I try to avoid a lot of acids. So yeah. as much as I love salsa, I don't eat a lot lot of it. Okay. And so then, so basically it's like salsa is kind of, it's third place. Third place. Because of the way it makes you feel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then second, guac first, queso. Everybody loves cheese. I think I'm right with you, man. I got to be honest. I have to be honest here. You could put cheese on almost anything. Yeah. I don't know about a beverage or cheese on a beverage. I've never tried it on a beverage. But. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. But soup is people almost there, a people beverage. do uh, put like cheddar cheese on apple pie. That's cheese on sweets and stuff, you know. And then you put a piece of ice cream on that. I said a piece you of could ice put cream. Cheese on top of a French onion soup. <laughs> yeah. Oh that's yeah. Almost. That is like a beverage. You could drink that with a straw if you want. I mean, those onions are going to get all stuck up in the straw, <laughs> depending on how big of a straw you use. I don't normally talk about straw size on this show, but it's important. Straw is a big topic lately. Dude, it is. How do you feel about that? You worried about those sea turtles? I am. I think we got to design like a bamboo or like maybe one out of like seaweed or something creative. Yeah. Yeah. We do, we do got to figure out a way to make a straw out of something that bi- that's biodegradable that doesn't biodegrade in seconds after you put it into your drink at least 20 minutes. <laughs> you know those cardboard if you can't drink your drink in 20 minutes then yeah get a water <laughs> yeah but those commercials they, they really do make it seem like if you were to go into the ocean and go hang out with sea turtles that they'd all have a straw on their nose there's a lot of plastic out there there's a lot of plastic out there i just wish they didn't hit the sea turtle thing so hard it makes me sad 
But I guess that's what they need to do, right? If they want to affect change, they got to make you like they got to punch you in the gut a little bit. Yeah, man. Is that what they're trying to do? If they talked about like walruses, you probably wouldn't be as sensitive about it. Ooh, that's a good. Th- you think so? If it was a walrus with a straw in his nose, that's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> see. I mean, we're laughing. Everybody loves a sea turtle, man. But you see in the sea turtle, it's a whole different sadness to it. Yeah. Walruses are a little more tough, I think. Yeah. They can handle a straw. Straw on the nose. They're just going to be like, I don't know what they'll, what they'll do. Hmm. Have you ever seen a walrus? Oh, yeah. Where? Zoo? Zoo, definitely. Out in the wild? I think you see them in the wild. I don't know the difference between a walrus and a sea lion, really. I guess uh, walruses walruses that are big and have the tusks, yeah. yeah. I think I've seen them in Santa Barbara. Is, or is that not That's a thing? That's probably, that, that might be true. There's definitely sea lions and seals and stuff up there. Yeah, I think I've seen them. I don't know where walruses all live, but I did see walruses in Ireland. Whoa. And we were there. Ireland's that, nice. I think that's what it was. Maybe now now you got me confused. Maybe it was walruses. <laughs> no, I can't remember. Oh, is crap. A fact check? For yeah, we're going to have to just delete this little section and I'll be very embarrassed. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, we did see some big animal. <laughs> yeah, sea animal. <laughs> um, So this episode is coming out November 1st, right? The month of thankfulness. Um, I can go two directions with this, so I'll go both directions. <laughs> the first is to ask you, we just got out of spooky month. Mm-hmm. October. Do you find yourself scared every day during October? Or just most days? I don't think anymore in October. I think I'm scared of many things, but ghouls and goblins is not the top of the list. Not You're not afraid of them? You don't feel scared? Currently, I'm more scared by... Well, I, I don't want to get into politics, but I think a lot of people could guess what I might want to say. Yeah. <laughs> the, the state of certain things in our country right now yeah. is much more Our big more jack-o'-lantern scary. orange yeah. man of a there pumpkin. <laughs> Something that looks like a pumpkin, but yeah. is not a pumpkin. It ties into Halloween quite nice. Yeah, he yeah. kind of scares me. An orange hue <laughs> that everyone knows yeah. about in October. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's frightening. I get that. No, uh, that's not. There, there's nothing political about that, I don't think. Mm-mm. No? Okay. No, I don't think that's political. No? No. Oh. Just a dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just another guy. Just another guy, you know. Pretty much. Um, and then what about the th- the month of thankfulness? How do you feel? Do you feel thankful every day in November? I or just most days? I try to be thankful to be here. To yeah. be usually surrounded by friends and family. I think we're pretty lucky to get to do what we do. And oh, totally. Hang out with buddies and play music. Yeah. Yeah, we're having, a, like, today, like today, for example. This is a Monday. Yeah. People say they hate Mondays. This is I don't hate today. We went rock climbing and we're drinking cocktails. Day drinking and, and recording with, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got pretty pretty cool situation yeah. going. I'll be thankful for that. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Dude. Um, well, I think yeah. Well, uh, do, do you have anything in spe- uh, specific that you'd like to be thankful for this month? Set the whole month off right. I mean, you just said your life in general, which is great. You know, that's a very good way to walk around town. Yeah, man. I think music and family and friends is all you need in life. Good yeah. food, yeah. good music, good people. What are you eating right now? It's your, what's your thing that you're addicted to these days? It's kind of funny, man. I got into those Impossible Burgers. Oh, yeah. Burgers. Yeah. Where are you getting them? Anywhere that they're served? Burger King? Yeah, they're like everywhere now. Del Taco? I like Umami. I haven't, I haven't had the Del Taco version, <laughs> but they probably Dude, have. I did. I, I had the... I had, they have the impossible um, taco. No way. Yeah, okay, and yeah. It's, it's better than their regular one. Right? Yeah. But yeah, Umami was like the first people that started doing that, yeah. I think, right? In LA, basically. Yeah. I had, I had, that was the first time I had one was there. 
Yeah, and now they got them everywhere. Yeah, they're all over the place. The fact that they're doing a Burger King and Del Taco, so like that's very exciting. That it's like that we're gonna really affect some planet stuff if we. Yeah. Can like it, get people eating. It's good. They're responding to the market. People want it, so they're. It's like make it happen. Yeah, it's cool. All right, T Bell's next, I think. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start doing it. You know, Wendy's gonna start doing breakfast. I did not. I heard that the other day. Just a little sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. If you're so, listening to this at 6 a.m. <laughs> Pop over to Wendy's and they do <laughs> breakfast meal. That was a free ad. Dang. And they could afford to pay, too. They yeah, really man. should. I, I, to be honest, I'll be expecting a nice fat check in the mail after that. Something. <laughs> All right, man. So we have another tune. And I want to jump because we have, you know, obviously being put through the ringer and gauntlet of questions like you've just been through is very stressful. Mm-hmm. So then we can take a little break, share uh, sh- share some new music. How's that sound? Good. I'll think about the tennis court thing. <laughs> uh, get back to you. You said <laughs> you wanted to uh, show a track from the band L'Esprit d'Afrique. Yeah, this is a group that uh, a bunch of buddies of mine, we all put together years and years ago. Um, the group went through many changes, as groups do, with different names and different members. But this is the one album that we recorded with uh, 11 of us. And Lacero was not actually in this group, but we would frequently have him be a guest with us and he was a guest on this track awesome. and it combines all kinds of elements. It's got some horn lines that we kind of ripped off from James Brown and it's got rhythms from the Afro Cuban world from this rhythm called Yesa. Mm-hmm. And the songs are for this Orisha or this goddess known as Oshun in the Afro Cuban world. And so that was a lot of what this group did is that we would, take all kinds of different elements from different music that was influenced by African rhythms and yeah, music, yeah. and then mix them together in new ways. So this yeah. is almost like a Fela S kind of Afro funk, just combination of all those elements. Badass. That's not, and the tune name is, uh, I believe Padrino de Alma. Yeah. Cause it's Spanish for the Godfather of soul. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's our, our version. Here we go. It's a little dumb, baby.
Did you hear the car, Did you hear the car horn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that I hope that got there in the recording. That's yeah, awesome. awesome. So that whole album is nonstop. Yeah, which don't do unless you really want to, because it makes doing an album a lot more complicated. <laughs> so like every song segues into the next song. Oh shit! So that's why I was like, kind of that was the start of the next tune we just heard too. That's awesome, man. Badass. That was great. Um, cool, man. Well, that's, you know, we've shared a couple tunes and now it's time to get into some segments now. You All ready right. for that? Let's do it. All right, man. This first segment is something called the compliment corner. Ah. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment corner. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> Hey, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the Compliment Corner. We are obviously in a very different place now. Everything's shifted around us, and we are in a very magical space. Um, in this corner, what we'll do is um, basically you know, forget how dark and gloomy the world can be. October's behind us. You know, Pumpkin Man President is still, uh, still at large. <laughs> but we forget about that. Yes. It gives us a chance to look each other in the eye. I'm going to look you in the eye, give you a compliment that I mean. And flip it on you. You'll give me a compliment that you mean. Then we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. All right. How's that sound? That's a weight I can take. <laughs> all right. Here we go. That's a weight I can take. Um, awesome. All right. So first of all, I do want to say uh, I just took a drink and I got my first blueberries. Oh, they're nice. It was a nice surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so I will compliment the, the because what happened, audience, is that we, I, we were making some beverages for the podcast. I put my hand in the... Uh, in the ice bag to put some ice in the cup and blueberries were in that handful <laughs> and bobby rather than going like hey what's going on here he went hey let's get some more berries in there <laughs> once we confirmed they were blueberries <laughs> let's get some like, more berries in there baby right. so we went ahead and put some more blueberries in both of our drinks but then they did sink to the bottom and so now i'm just getting my first enjoyable blueberries and thus the blueberry surprise was born yeah and so this doesn't count as your official compliment but hey man you really rolled the punches on that one, and we, now we have a nice blueberry surprise. Mm-hmm. Super delight. Um, but all right, so here's my real comment for you, man. Um, it, it is funny because that uh, exa- when I was thinking about Comment Corner today, your energy and ability to roll with the punches and be like, you, I've never seen you get anything not cool and collected. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see you get angry or you know. And I've been in some situation like gig situations with you and stuff, and it's always so chill and so relaxed, and you've always had that level-headed uh cool vibe and then uh, even the way that you did the berry thing was just so much a bobby kind of vibe thing to do <laughs> rather than be like oh what happened can i get the fresh ice or something you're like let's get some more berries yeah, go with it man 
<laughs> so uh, my comment for you is that I just think that that's such an admirable and cool uh, temperament, you know, and and the fact that you are like that is very admirable. And I really, I I want to I want to take a little piece out of here, but because it's just it's so cool. I mean, you just you always have had this really encouraging, cool, and relaxed vibe, which I think affects others, you know, to be that same way. So. You know, that's my yeah, comment man. for you, man. It's a badass thing about you. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I'll take it. Right <laughs> All right. Let me throw it back at you. Right. Uh, man, when I, I think about the first time we met was in Humble, I believe. That's right. Yeah. And that was right before you moved to L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just, we had such a great time hanging out there and drumming all week. And I'm going to steal the compliment from someone else, kind of, but yeah. a, a mentor and good friend of both of ours, Mike Spiro. Yeah. I remember... Maybe you'd been here for like a year or something. Yeah. And I was talking to him on the phone or something and he, he kind of like, you know, looks up for everyone. Yeah, sure. And he's asking me, so how's Ryan doing down there, man? I was just like, oh, you know, Ryan, he's doing great, man. You know, he's doing his thing and networking, already playing with a bunch of people. But he, he told me, yeah, all right. Because, you know, now and then I had to like, I had to yell at him now and then about his playing, but he always had all the other stuff figured out way more than I ever did. So <laughs> I don't worry about that guy. And I think what he meant, I know what he meant, is that it's your your ability to connect with people is uh, very obvious, and it you know it just shows in what you're doing with the podcast and your music. And, yeah, man. So it's been seen by your elders and your peers. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's such a nice thing. But I was just actually with Spyro a couple of weeks ago. We we did a he was on a wedding gig, and then I was an attendant of the wedding. Nice. And so I so I was you know, and then when when he knew that I'd be there at the wedding, he said. Uh, uh, yes, I'll play all these tunes that you want, except Knutson's doing all the swing tunes. <laughs> was the email that I was forwarded. <laughs> so, Knutson's playing all the swing tunes. Um, but so, but that we end up just playing like the whole night and having a great time. But um, uh, you know, he's a real grumpy grouch. But, uh, but <laughs> I love that you gotta guy. Love him, man. <laughs> so the secondhand compliments are always good. You know, that's always a good way to hear about stuff. But that's great, man. Thank you so much, yeah, my friend. For sure. is, and also, hey, you know, Bobby got me in as his guest to bouldering today. And I have a brand new thing that I might just try, you know, becoming a big thing in my life. Who knows? You never know, man. I love, I, I, I've been looking for, that's what I was telling you earlier. Is I've been looking for something that's fun to work out and like you achieve something. I just, I freaking hate going to a gym and lifting or running. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, the time just goes by and then when you're, it kind of gets you better at balance and strength yeah. and everything. It's fun. I only lost it for about 30 minutes of climbing um, today, but I can get, I think that just, you know, goes with, goes with time. Yeah, yeah. But that was a fun 30 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> no, my arms are all dead. <laughs> yeah, once your forearms get used to it, you, you can last a lot longer. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Well, hey, that's, you know, that's been the compliment corner. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Uh, so the next, the next thing we're going to talk about is a little game called Read Your Last Text, You Have To. <laughs> oh, snap. Read Your Last Text. You Have To. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's serious now. Um, yeah, man. So uh, you were asking some questions. Uh, the the Basically, uh, it doesn't matter if you sent or received it, but it can't be any of the things that you and I sent about like logistics or address or any of that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, just So just so you can go back, you know, because your last text, I think, was to me right. saying you're here, but you can go, and, I, and I'll do it too. I'm not just putting you on the spot, okay? Okay. And there's no context given. You don't give any context of the of what it's about, or whether you sent or received it. You just read it. You want me to go first? That way, you know I'm not I'm not trying to fool you. This Let's says see. Pepperdine meeting Thursday at eleven. No context, hmm. but you're learning more about 
you're learning more about what kind of texts I'm getting or receiving, you know, or sending or receiving. Either way, yeah. <laughs> Pepperdine meeting at 11. Okay, okay. I won't tell you any more about it. See my last one here. Says, I'm only wearing overalls. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, no, you can't give any context. It's theater of the mind now. <laughs> the listener gets to do all the rest of the work. It could mean a lot of things. It sure can. And we don't know if you sent that to someone or if they sent that to you. Could we don't know what kind of narrative was going on. The wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my last text said, oh, wrong number. okay, thank you. So I made up one. Okay, so <laughs> okay thank you. Wouldn't be too exciting. Well, I'm, I'm going to delete that fix. You know, we're just going to, everyone will wonder what kind of, what, what kind of mood you're in. That <laughs> sender received that text. All right. Well, that's a very silly, stupid game. And that's the end of that. <laughs> the next game we're going to play is called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. Alright man, welcome to Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. This game is a simple game. Uh, it's an airing of grievances game. You know, now Compliment Corner is very positive and fun. And I truly believe that if you want to stay positive, you gotta get some stuff off your chest sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta get stuff just clean out of there. You gotta clean you know, uh, sweep the sweep the old barn door out. And or what I don't even know what that means when it came out. Um, so <laughs> So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take turns talking about something that's been pissing us off irking our chain, making us mad, whatever. And it's going to give us a moment to figuratively tell that thing to get its dang butt out of our face. Does that make sense? I think I got it. So in order to win the game, you basically say the name of the game. Does that make sense? Got it. Okay. Would you like to go first? Do you have something on the, on the, on the top of your mind right away? Why don't you lead off? Okay. What did I write down for this week? Mm. Lori and I were filling up my car with gas last week. Um, and or a few days ago, last week, and uh, um, it was one of those situations where the gas the, the gas station right near our house is typically not busy at all. But for some reason, everyone needed gas at this moment. It's kind of it's hard to explain, but it's an awkward setup, and the it's all on angles, and like it's a, it's hard, it, it's already kind of a weird gas station to get into anyway. But it was packed, so there's nowhere to like wait correctly. Um, it's difficult to tell if people are waiting. You know, it's kind of a weird one. Anyway, this day there were so many cars there and me and another gentleman were waiting patiently for because you kind of have to pick a specific spot and just wait for it you know at that mm. point when it's so busy so that me and another gentleman were, were waiting waiting a, a nice long time for a gas pump and um we were in a line so like we were i was probably like three back or something and then we were next to go i've seen this the other people go and and so was the the lady that that gentleman was waiting for the lady gets in her car. She drives out and somebody pulls into the, into the gas station and goes zips right into that spot and, and took the spot from the old man, you know, uh, my, my guy was getting out the exact same time. So I pulled into my spot, but then I was just like, I was waving at the guy that had pulled in, like, get out of there. Like, look at him, man. Like, look at that. (laughs) Like what? Like, you know, and Lori was like, babes, don't, don't get involved. Don't get involved in that. I'm like, no, that's bullshit. That's an old man. He's our elder. Like, you know, we both should have pulled in at the exact same time. And, and the the old man was just like staring. was just like so mad. He had the, he had the wheel gripped and was just eyeballing this young man and his little whippy car. Whippy car is what I was trying to say. Uh, I don't know. I've never said that before, but he had a little whippy car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whipping around. Kind of whippy. (laughs) 
And, uh, and so finally I got the guy's attention. I was like waving and I'm like, look, you know, and, and he like looks at the old man and I was like, get out of here. <laughs> and so Lori's like, geez, you know, shut up. <laughs> you know, and then, uh, so he zipped out and the, and the old man pulled in, but then I was just mad at that guy. But you succeeded. I succeeded. Um, I succeeded, but the old man didn't reckon, reckon he just like, he just went about his business. There was no like parade thrown for what I did. <laughs> Yeah, at least a handshake or a gesture. Yeah, I just nice. so after the fact, I was like, should I have gotten so mad? Should I have just got? Should I have just given my spot to the old man? But no, you know, I'm like, I already feel that I have that old man disease where I'm gonna be on my porch shaking my fist at all the kids in the neighborhood, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've done it. I've done that before. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I, I worry a little bit about that. But either way, the person I want to say get your dang butt out of my face too today is that freaking little whippy car man. It's like it's easy to tell that the that the gas station is packed, you know. And, and why why do you just think that you're the only guy on the planet? You just get into a uh, into a gas station and, saw, and he saw it open up, so he zipped into it. I think that was wrong. I agree. And I didn't get to say this to him that day, but what I'd like to say to him today is get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of a lengthy story there for that one. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm could be the could be the, oh, yeah yeah. Okay. Hmm. Stroke my beard here. We already talked about the cowbell guys, so I can't talk about them. True. <laughs> the live cowbell players. Yep. I think Adon uh, took that too. Yeah. Oh, he did. That was his. Yeah, that was his. That's why. That's what made me think about it. Yeah. That's funny. All right. That would have been a good one. How about what? Is, whose butt is in my face? Is the question. <laughs> That's right. Okay. I got one. So, occasionally when we're doing gigs, we get people that come up and ask for requests. And sometimes you say, hey, does anyone have a request? Then you're kind of asking for trouble. Yeah. But sometimes the people are just so aggressive with their request or they ask hey do you know this and you say no and then they keep asking and i had a woman at a gig once and we said hey does anyone have any requests come talk to us during our break she comes up to me ah hello hello i have uh some dancers here that i train and we really want to dance to mambo number five or mambo number seven something like yeah, that we have choreography five. and all this and i don't even lou think- vega yeah yeah and then the other one she wanted was cuban pete yep okay <laughs> Great. She's like, those are the two songs that I want. And I said, well, I'm, I'm You're sorry. You're teaching them to all the best stuff. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are classics. Great, have your fun. Yeah. But I just tell her, like, I'm, I'm sorry, we don't know those two songs. Yeah. And then rather than just being like, okay, cool, let's have fun at a party because yeah. we're at a party. Yeah. It's, oh, well, I thought you guys said you're a professional Cuban band. And <laughs> I, th- those are popular songs. You should know that I'm just like, how can I answer this question any clearer? Yeah. Like, we don't know those songs. Do you yeah. want me to like make it up? Yeah. I could do my version from the mask, you know, <laughs> and do the little mambo line at the end. Yeah. Some that's comparsa. Right. Yeah. 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 No. So if I had had a little bit more bravery that night, I would have said, lady, get your butt out of my face. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, now you have to say it to her. You know, you have to do it after the fact now. Just tell her what you mean. Did I not say it right? No, you said it right. Oh, okay. I just felt like you did it. You said you said I wish I would have told her that, but oh, I, yeah. I, what I want you to be able to do is we air this grievance completely out and tell her saying, to say it. Yeah, to, or to say her, you know, lady, Mamba number five, Mrs. Cuban Pete, 
Get your butt out of my face. <laughs> That's right, man. You know. Damn it. <laughs> Stupid lady. And and uh, so this uh, this is not a comment about originality by any means, but with musicians, this this concept comes up several uh, often on this show in Get Your Name Butt Out of My Face. And from me included. And the reason uh, that I'm mentioning this is that I want the listener, if you're not a musician, but are someone that makes requests at bars and things <laughs> like that, <laughs> I want you to now take note of how many musicians this comes up with organically. Yeah. It, it really is. It's a scourge on our <laughs> relatively fun career. <laughs> you know, and uh, it, it is such a problem, though, the way people request stuff. And it's not, it's not so much requesting as it is demanding exactly. and then and passing judgment on you. <laughs> Right, you could ask in the for court it. of their own making, <laughs> where you're representing yourself. <laughs> right, or sometimes people want to ask for it, and it's just not the right time in the night for it. Like, no, totally. Like, yeah. I do know that song, but like, hold on, we're gonna play it for you a little later. And then this happened to Saturday night. This girl's all drunk, so she starts sending up all her friends to ask us. Oh, so yeah. they're all coming up one after the next. Can you play this song? Can you play? Oh, they all request the same song. Yeah, like and that's gonna, like, like you, that's like that's gonna help are, you know. Yeah, like you really don't think we're seeing what's going on here that you're yeah. all taking turns requesting the same song we get it i get i get it this group of girls wants this song that we didn't know the first time you asked well this was a different time and we actually did know the song oh okay it was like the start of a set and they're wanting like to pump it up right it's like we'll get there but like yeah there's other people that paid money to come hear us tonight yeah and they don't want to hear that song yeah so just wait a little bit and we'll get to you (laughs) like delayed gratification right And it'll feel that much better when That's we right. get there. That's right. It will get there. Oh, man. <laughs> I think the drink's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, though, man. I totally get it. We, uh, it's, it is really annoying, though. I, I, don't, I don't like anybody that comes like while you're setting up or when you just started playing and they request stuff, too. And I'm like, why don't you at least just you know hear what we may have planned for you right <laughs> that's annoying or you know or uh or i also like the people that do uh that go like oh my gosh we love you so much your music is so great can you do this now you know and you're like what why like <laughs> you love it you like yeah. it the tunes have been great why don't we just continue curating a fun evening for you and then you know right. i don't get that if you want to hear cuban pete there's plenty of recordings that you can yeah I, I well and also I'm a musician like when I go to see music I just want to see what's gonna what's in the store you know I don't yeah. know I, I don't I, I don't think I've ever made a request for music uh, maybe happy birthday at right. some point you know we've all played happy birthday <laughs> a number of times yeah. that's understandable <laughs> yeah request happy birthday it's okay but wait till in between songs yeah not I love it, like when you're actually on the mic singing and somebody comes and starts trying to talk in your ear it's like do you yeah see what's happening here yeah (laughs) yep so that's you know uh, that is a topic musicians uh, for musicians that it's very near and dear to all of our hearts well i feel better do you feel better get some off off your chest chest. hell yeah (laughs) awesome now we can relax perfect all right here we go that's good Uh, you know that's the whole point that you know the podcast everyone starts off you know a little nervous to do it it's very intense and scary and i'm frightening and so it is a it's a tense situation but uh now that we're getting into party mode you know it is we are coming to the end of the show (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) so much for that that's good (laughs) but we are going to go into power hour (laughs) here in about uh 45 minutes or so (laughs) so that'll be that'll be a really uh fun change up um so i'm that i'm excited for but uh but again the listener already heard it the listener's they already powered up. They're basically like in the future to us, you know, but we're in the past to them. So that makes that didn't make sense. I mean, it does 
to my brain right now, but <laughs> that doesn't mean much. <laughs> It'll all unfold. <laughs> All right, man. So we are coming to the end of the show, but before, but before we start up all the processes of wrapping up, and there are many processes, <laughs> uh, I think we, we should show one more track. You said you wanted to show one from the old uh, Lazaro Bata album you guys did. Yeah, the name of this album is Emilio Kokan, which basically translates to From the Heart in mm-hmm. Yoruban. And it's, uh, I mentioned it earlier, it's a CD that I did with Lazaro and Angel. Primarily, it's just the three of us, and we're playing Bata drums. For those of you that don't know what they are, it's basically three different drums, three different sizes, and each drum has two heads. Um, so you have a total of six drum heads being played by six sets of hands. And there's a very complex structure to how the drums are played, and the lead, the largest drum tells the other drums what to play, and we could talk about that for hours. Oh, but. yeah. This is, a, <laughs> this is a talk about deep. This is for real deep concept yeah. that it goes very, very deep, not only in rhythmic uh, rhythmic harmony and things like that, but also uh, history and, and religious and spiritual values and stuff. Yeah, this is, these are some deep, deep, deep stories we could tell. Um, so, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, no. So if, you're, if it interests you, I just suggest go check it out. You can find all kinds of videos and information about it online. And Lasro is one of the, the oldest afro-cubans in the world really that's uh that's still singing and and doing this culture a lot of the the people that he grew up with are no longer with us so he's truly a special special person and has just endless knowledge about the songs and rhythms that go with this music yeah that's yeah that's true it's crazy how much knowledge is in that brain yeah it's just kind of <laughs> endless he doesn't use books it's not written down anywhere it's just like literally thousands and thousands of songs yeah and i've seen him do them it's just like no it's not it couldn't be thousands but it, it really is it's just like so much information and he shares it with us so we're really lucky that's badass yeah he's a great man he's been mentioned on the show many times and then you've heard him already a couple times singing so here's another one yeah oh and the t- and the tune that we're gonna do is as uh, uh part chung- uh, for, uh for chungo, chungo. right yeah so we'll do that right now. Enjoy. Chango en yileo, ayala en yileo, omodapo yana pe. Chango en yileo, ayala en yileo, omodapo yana pe.
well, thank you for sharing all that music, you know, and thank you for coming here and doing this show. My pleasure. Like I said before, though, there are many processes that we have to go through <laughs> to wrap up and take this baby in for a landing. So uh, what we will do first is I have one final question that all my guests get. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong. So the last question I ask all my guests, and please keep in mind, there's so many types of strength, whether it be physical, spiritual, emotional, all, you know, all kinds of things. Um, but my last question for all my guests is simply, hey, are you super strong? Hmm. Well, to be in your presence, I have to be super strong. So this is the super strong power hour, or about to be the power hour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Or it was a week ago, the power hour. Yeah, man. I, I feel very lucky to be healthy and fit and, and have support from my family and friends and without them I, I wouldn't be strong so we all help each other community and family and you know that's badass man yeah I like that and so I like that answer and what I'm basically gonna ask now is because you never know when people are listening to a podcast they could be listening to it right when it comes out or weeks later or years later you know you never know um, but I do like to think that some you know a lot of times people listen and relate to different people like you don't relate to every guest maybe but there are people that are listening going like hey I like this Bobby guy you know maybe I want to be a little bit more like him the, the, the cut of his jib you know mm. <laughs> he wanted more berries in his drink and yeah, that's cool man. I like that guy <laughs> well, <I laughs> so, so so what I always ask is basically you know like, what are some steps that the, these listeners who are relating to you can take and kind of serve as a mantra for their week until next week when the next guest arrives for, with some new advice Hmm. What makes a Bobby Wilmore super strong? I think uh, one thing that I'm finding more and more in music that you can apply to a lot of things in life is rather than trying to control things uh, outside of yourself, try to control yourself within what's already happening. Because you're not going to move the wave, but you can, can try to swim with the wave or you can fight against the wave. Yeah. And I think that applies a lot in, in music. Sometimes you're playing and you want another player to do something different, especially like with bata drumming, like we were talking about. There's some bata drummers that are very, very specific about like, if I do A, you have to do B, and there's no other way to do it. Right. But now I'm coming more of the thought that like, maybe if I do A and the other guy does C and I wanted him to do something else, maybe there's something I can do that makes it sound right rather than trying to change what he's doing. Hmm. And I feel like that can apply to a lot of different things in your day to day life. Yeah, that's a really good. Yeah, that's a really good lesson. Yeah, that, and that's very difficult to do as well. Even like my car situation, you know, I'm like, rather than getting pissed off and waving at him, I could have definitely, you know, offered up my spot. I could have not, you know, got my monkey arms waving. Right. <laughs> a lot of different ways I could have, you know, chosen to handle that situation. To, you know, to get a result that everyone would be happy with. Um, yeah, that's an important lesson, man. Full circle. That's really hard to do, too. Mm-hmm. Do you have, uh, do you get angry about stuff? Uh, I try. Do you have an to. anger bomb? Yeah, it happens occasionally. I get, yeah. I get passionate about things and, uh, I definitely find myself occasionally in arguments with people that I'm super close with usually because otherwise I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. Yeah. Somebody that I'm really close with <laughs> yeah. and we could be arguing about music or maybe the way that we're communicating with each other or then, then I can occasionally get a little heated. Yeah. But for the most part, if you see me out and about playing music and stuff, I'll be chilling, chilling. Cause that's the, the best way to do it. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> to- yeah, totally. Yeah. I think about that stuff a lot because the stuff that makes me mad is stuff like when people are not, uh, realizing that there are other people around like that's I, I don't like like you know 
human blind blindness. Right. <laughs> like you know, that just I guess human blindness just sounds like regular blindness. But what I mean is <laughs> being blind to the fact that other people are existing in your world. You know, so that's that always makes me really frustrated. I get I get pissed at that. I get very pissed at that. I gotta share the space, man. Usawa. <laughs> Usawa. That's right, man. Well, dude, that's awesome. That, that's really awesome, and I appreciate. So, it, what a, a basically long way of saying I, I appreciated that advice, even you know. Cool. That that made that meant a lot to me this week, because of that freaking car guy, Whippy Car. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that music and sharing your personality. Uh, do you have this? Is it's now time for plugs. So. You know, what are some projects people can check out? Are there YouTube videos, website, where can people buy albums? Can you know, go to shows? Where do you play weekly? All that kind of stuff. Lessons. I'm on social media, so feel free to contact me about anything with drums or music. Um, Bobby Wilmore. Mm-hmm. And my band is Citara Son. If you were pronouncing it with an English accent, it'd be Citara Son. Yeah. S-I-T-A-R-A-S-O-N. Citarazen? Yes. <laughs> We've we've gotten citrus sun and citrus raisin. That's that's first. Citrus but, sun. Yeah, <laughs> citrus sun sounds like a, yeah. a drink. That Delicious we could, we morning beverage. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, please follow me and follow my band Citrus Sun on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. And we play every Tuesday night at Kanye Rum Bar yeah, in downtown yeah. LA with our quartet. And we're we're all over. So just kind of keep your eye out for us. And hopefully we see you. Hell yeah. Um, I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Chris Hackman, who helped me with the intro and outro and all these segment cues that we do on the show. The Instagram is Ryan is Super Strong. The Twitter is at Super Strong Ryan. And like I say every week, if you enjoy the show and want to help it grow, that would be awesome. And uh, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars. Leave us a crazy review. You know what I mean? If you don't like the show, please do not rate and review the show. I'd appreciate it if you'd stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do like it, please help the show. Uh, when when, uh, when you guys do positive reviews, the show grows all the time. And that gets more uh, listeners and ears on my badass guests like Bobby Wilmore here. So please do that. Uh, share the show with your friends and review it if you can. Um, basically, the last thing I do on every show um, is thank you one more time for being here. Thank you. That was like pause, uh, and Thanks. then uh, and then I try to talk to one listener or a group of listeners, uh, and basically try to get them to up their game in some way. And to, uh, this week is no different. And I'll start right now. All right, guys. This week I'm talking about what I was talking about earlier: people not treating others like they're human beings. I don't like that. It's not fair. It's not cool. We're all like, like Bobby said, we're all here. We got to share the space. Be cool. Relax. If you pull into a busy ass gas, you know, uh, gas station, and it's clear that people are waiting in lines, don't just zip in there. That's not a human thing to do. And also, Bobby and I were talking about people that are hiring us for gigs and then treating us like crap and going, oh yeah, you got to hang out in the parking lot during your breaks or you don't get to eat what the other people eat. All these kind of things. Uh, that's not a human thing to do either. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. (laughs) Stop doing that shit. So what I want you to do is listen to the advice of a guest here like Bobby Wilmore. You know, and then go back in the archive of Ryan is Super Strong and listen to all of the uh, guest advice, all the past guests. They all give great advice. And if you do that and you take that seriously, maybe, just maybe one day, you could be super strong too. Just like Ryan. (laughs) 